Did you just wake up? What are you, the fucking Clemson offense over here? Oh, boy. Folks, it's Big Dumb 10. Surprise. It's back. We're shooting <laughs> week one of the season. <laughs> Have I talked to you guys about how sometimes I, when I'm kind of sad or just in a weird mood and I listen to a new album by a band that I like or just a new album that I thought I might like or a new album or songs and I don't really like it, I legitimately think to myself, maybe I don't like music anymore. This made you think maybe you don't like television? Like I'm actually very convinced I don't like television. <laughs> oh, I, I've known this for years. I'm happy to have you on my side. It's it's an unfortunate way to get you on my side, but yeah, no, television <laughs> is terrible. It shouldn't exist. We I have to stop actually... making it. Like, <laughs> cancel all television. There are too many networks. There are far too many networks. I got Should really depressed else... seeing that like 10 million people watched this show. <laughs> <laughs> Should some... Should someone this else is, be doing this podcast? No, this is <laughs> like, why we're doing this podcast. This is why. <laughs> because sometimes yeah. we watch something like my, or like, or not like, or sometimes we watch something like NYPD Blue and we all lose our shit over how good it is and it reminds us the potential. Yeah, but even but in the we, end, it still, be, it still became television. We end up right. punishing ourselves. We're like, okay, this was a cool pilot. Now let's watch the finale with no context and be sad again. I think most content about television is from little weirdo freaks who love television. And I think it's important to represent That's the other me. side. <laughs> and it's, it's better. It's better to have little weirdo freaks representation who hate television. Yeah. And he's also a weird little freak. Like Matt's a little imp as we know. Uh, he lives, lives in a fucking like hole. Uh, and he comes out and he's like, Ugh, prestige TV. What a joke idea. <laughs> The only good medium is horror films. Yeah, this reminds me of Shadows on the Cave Wall. <laughs> we did watch a little bit of the Scream MTV series as like a palate cleanser after watching Private Practice. Wasn't Sean Grandillo on that? Yeah, he was, but only in season two. I was looking for him. I was on Grandillo watch. Okay. Someone we went to high school oh, with. That he, has a, he has a Wikipedia page, so go, for once when we mention somebody anymore. from uh, from high school, I don't have to beep it out. That's right. Yeah, Sean yeah, Grandillo. If he's a public <laughs> figure you went to high school with, then yeah. If you matter. can search him on Tumblr and find a bunch of theater freaks tweeting or posting about him. Do we have to beep out Kaylee and Voorhees? No, I won't. I don't know. 
she's got a she's got a lot of freaks on Tumblr. Oh yeah, they probably watched this show. It had theater people on it. This show, I'm pretty convinced, was just for people who worked in the medical profession. It's the only way you can explain the wild swerves from like people joking in the break room to outright gore. That's <laughs> every medical no drama. Yeah. I know, it's just but more more than any of the ones that I've watched that All are right. clearly for normal people like House. Like House is not <laughs> House just, is a medical drama but it's not like here's every incision in the same way that this show is. This was I less gory just, than Heart of Dixie. <laughs> Matt with a true. very similar pilot. Matt. Uh, oh yeah, the pilot was the who, if there's a person if there's a person in this world who goes most days of the week helps patients through their pain in some way, diagnoses diseases, delivers babies, helps, you know, people who've suffered injuries get better, and then goes home and watches this, I really hope to never meet them. I just can't imagine. Terrible news for you. You have met my mom many times. (laughs) And you have met (laughs) probably a few. You've met my aunt who she watched it with and a couple of their nurse friends. Guys, this is just a show for people who like to watch Tay Diggs and Tim Daly and they're like, look at those handsome folks. Yeah. Look at those very TV handsome folks. Is it weird that Tay Diggs was married to Adina Menzel for a long time? No, they both were, they originated roles in Rent. Oh. Interesting. I didn't know that. He was the landlord and she was, um, what's her character's name? You know, there's the, uh, Maureen. I think that's the one she played. I've never seen Rent, but I just know these things. Yeah. Huh. If we're still... If we're procrastinating talking about this horrible show, I accidentally just sent the text, crush it at your hog, um, <laughs> which I'll leave it to you guys to understand which of those words is a typo and what it me- had meant to say. Um, you meant to say crush it at your bog. It's some witch you know. It is Ireland, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I could. I wish my brain was smart enough to remember the word for the bog witches that they actually have. Um, what is the name for them? Oh, fuck me. I had um, a moment that just feels like something I think Travis would really understand, and probably Matt for being deeply online, which was a piece of sushi falling out of my mouth as I said, wait, you don't know Balloon Boy? <laughs> <laughs> that was a national, yeah. Yeah, I know this was what I was doing. I was like, what? His Everyone name was knows Balloon Boy. His name was Falcon. <laughs> She's like, why do they call him Balloon Boy? And it's like, there was a, they they thought he attached a bunch of balloons to a chair and then it was flying away and it was everywhere. And then it turns out it was a hoax and they had been on Wife Swap. <laughs> they ripped off the conceit of that sketch from the Amanda show with the girl whose mom is trapped in a hot air balloon for a fur. <laughs> Remember when she tweeted that she wanted Drake to assassinate her pussy? Yes, that was uh, when she was having a severe mental breakdown. Let's uh, also having a severe mental breakdown. Is Moon Unit Zappa on the show? Zappa. (laughs) Folks, it's as you know, the podcast that talks about first and last episodes of TV shows, so that maybe you can check them out, or maybe you don't have to. We won't tell you what to do. It's your life. We only tell each other what to do. I'm Ian Benson, and I told Matt Ciani. Hi. Stephen Doughton. Yes. And Travis Marmon. What's up? That this week. We had to watch the first and last episode of Private Practice. Boo.
<laughs> Maybe some people have some opinions about that. We're going to find out. We've watched, we successfully watched a spin-off of a show that we didn't do before that also involved the city of Seattle earlier and liked it, so I understand why maybe you thought this would go over well, but... Uh, it was like, we loved Cheers. Oh, sorry, we loved Frasier. It's time to check out... Yeah, yeah. Private Practice, the Grey's Anatomy spin-off, created by Shonda well, this Rhimes. Has been, this has been touted as medical Frasier for ages, so <laughs> it makes sense that we would... Try to do you it. know we every one of us loved Frasier, a show that did also connect to the universe of Wings, which starred Tim Daly, who appears in Private Practice. Wow! Wow! You're too good at TV's this game. TV Superman himself, which was really jarring to hear the voice of TV Superman and not have anyone look anything like Superman. Don't get me wrong, still a handsome man, but in a different way than. Did, like, Kevin Conroy ever do an on-screen role of any sort? Uh, he played Batman in uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths Earth, uh, crossover thing. Uh, I don't know. Kevin Kevin Conroy's been around. I can find out. Okay, all of Kevin Conroy's credits are Batman-related, it seems. <laughs> That's a cool life. Oh, like- did you know that um, Tim Daly had a web series called The Daily Show? <laughs> he should have co-hosted it with Andy Daly or something. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Are you anti anti Daily or is that just a bad pairing? Like, I respect the talent. I, it's just the type of thing where I'm like, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna be the person who enjoys that type of humor. But and I'm never gonna be the type of person who enjoys private practice. <laughs> but unlike everyone else, I didn't like despise apparently the hour and a half I spent with it. I mostly was like, Oh cool. That was an hour and a half. I mean, I it felt like I was watching an ABC television show. This was like very very middle of the pile like slightly better than drop dead diva i i've seen a lot of tv like this because of this podcast so i'm kind of used to it i i didn't find this unpleasant in the way that a lot of other shows we've watched were unpleasant no it's just a show that where i feel a deep emptiness inside me while it's on which is yeah. one of matt's specialties uh in general <laughs> like that's how i felt about burn notice how i felt about drop dead diva i achieved I this uh, I achieved a zen-like state while doing this. Uh, I finished the New York Times Sunday crossword in 40 minutes. <laughs> like, Damn. I just... I just fully was like, ah, I can see all of time now. Yeah, and like, I was like, like, what else was I going to do? Watch Iowa beat Indiana 34 to 6 or whatever? Like, it was there. It was there. So, Why did you pick Private Practice, Ian? I picked Private Practice because I feel that this podcast's Natural end point is Granny's Anatomy or One Piece. And while we can't do Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> it's very funny that we can do a spinoff show for Grey's Anatomy that still ran for 110 episodes yeah. and finished up like three presidential administrations ago, basically. <laughs> when one of those shows ends, we can finally end the podcast. Like, we cannot just, do episodes yet. Which means we're never going to end because One Piece. But no, it's mm-hmm. just, it's this, it's this weird curiosity to know, like, for example, Kate Walsh, uh, the, the star of private practice playing the character of Addison Montgomery, which she originated on Grey's Anatomy. Uh, she played that character on Grey's Anatomy from, uh, she first appeared in season one as a guest star. And then, so she was on Grey's Anatomy for like three seasons as a regular character, finished up, got, got a spinoff. That show ended in 2013. And now eight years later, she is set to reprise that role in season, like, just announced. 
Yeah, just announced in, like, season, what, like, 21 of Grey's Anatomy? I think it's 18 or 19. Okay, it's, I wasn't that far off. I believe it's 19. I think I looked this up this yeah. week. Yeah. So, I have an expert in the... Just that this out. character pl- had a whole other arc. She got married to Benjamin Bratt, and now Shonda's gonna bring her back and be like, that marriage fucking ended. I don't know, she's on a beach... And she's dead now. She's my understanding of also what happened in the most recent season of Grey's Anatomy is that effectively Meredith Grey went to the beach from Death Stranding. <laughs> Not the beach that makes you old. The beach where like there are deceased loved ones or whatever, and they tell you about how you have to reunite America. I would like to watch Shonda Rhimes play Death Stranding. Yeah, I'm fascinated by Shonda, one of the most merciless people on the planet, and I've only really watched I watched actually an odd amount of scandal back in the day. Uh, and I watched Bridgerton, but this is, you know, my first, like, exposure to the, the main Shondaverse. The Grey's universe. The, yeah, the thing that made her, you know, an exceptionally powerful person who signed, like, an outrageously gigantic, uh, deal with Netflix. And you guys have any experience with Grey's? Nope. My sister liked it. It got advertised when I would watch Lost. So I'd be like, oh, there's going to be a bomb on Grey's Anatomy this week. Which character in this episode appeared on Lost? Did Emily Rios ever appear on Lost? We're going to talk about her later. Yeah, yeah. We are going to talk about her later. um, (laughs) I have no idea. It was the girlfriend who wants the sperm. Ah. She was part of the group that came. She was with Faraday and all of them, I think, was Ah. which character she was. I didn't recognize her at all. I recognized but. I recognized her her tear stained red uh, her tear stained bright red but still bright blue eyes and like weird red ha- like faded red hair and I was like that person I think was on Lost, huh? ABC and she was Charlotte. Was that Charlotte? Was that the character's name? Wasn't it? She, I I don't know. I just remember that I like she's was one of the ones she came on the boat. Her eyes kept might... bleeding during the time flips, right? Yeah, yeah, I think she dies. She definitely dies. Everyone dies. She absolutely yeah, it's Charlotte. dies. It's Charlotte. Charlotte. There we go. We have to do Lost in a very conceptual way where we do keep flashing back and forward. Oh, God. Throughout. Like, we have to record. <laughs> we do just we... the pilot of Lost, and then in the middle of, an, like, the next week's episode, we're like, we have to go back, and we do the finale of Lost. I've never seen a single second of that show. None of that uh, has anything to do with private practice, which starts because it did have a backdoor pilot, but we decided to watch episode one. The backdoor you, you pilot is really a two-part tell. episode of Grey's that, like, yeah. yeah. You could so tell that they combined two episodes into one, the way they did the exposition at the beginning here. There's so much yeah. as you knowing at the beginning. They, they might as well have done uh, the slideshow from the end of Babylon 5 to introduce the characters. Like, yeah. Yeah, they really, they they really, really were like, you guys know, you guys know these yeah. people. Yeah, I love starting a pilot with a previously on. That's <laughs> that's a move that I haven't seen before, and I love it. <laughs> and then going right into a character, like two characters arguing, and it's just like you're supposed to know all of this. Yeah, as one guy says, Addison, so many times, it felt <laughs> like it was like a trick that was supposed to brainwash me. Sometimes I can't remember the names of the characters, but Addison was easy, especially. Right, yeah, constantly. Addison, you're the most talented neuronatal surgeon in the city. Addison, you're going to go become a hippie? Addison, you're going to go work in a private practice? Addison. 
<laughs> yeah, it was like I watched Rumblefish recently, and that's about how often they say Rusty James. So, Rusty James. They just constantly say that. Um, oh. I really loved this argument because her, whatever, chief of medicine or whoever she's talking to says, and I know Still he's talking Grey's about, Anatomy. I know he's talking about work attire, but he just goes, what are you going to do in LA? Wear jeans. Wear <laughs> <laughs> <Where> jeans. <laughs> He says, wear walk on jeans, the beach. walk on the beach, dance in your underwear. And of course, my notes then go, slicked back hair, white couch, Or the, the alternative, which is start a noise band, etc. Yeah. But mostly I just love the idea. And again, he's talking about work attire, but the idea of someone from Seattle being like, you're going to go to L.A. and where you can wear jeans, unlike here in Seattle, the high fashion capital of America. I, so... Has anyone like this guy seemed like he was trying to keep her by negging her? Like he was negging the fuck out of her. He was like, he, he he's that like sounds, Addison. That's, you're not that's actually gonna do this. You're not actually. You can't. You won't. You won't. Like, I don't know. Is this, this is, is this uh, how you stop someone from leaving? Is this is this a? It's is how, this how people you, try what, to. What, Steven, is this, this a is toxic how, relationship? Is this Steven, what this is? This is how Shonda stops people from leaving. And when they are like, we are leaving. They're like, fine. Your character's fucking dead. I'm going to kill your ass. <laughs> Shonda is famous for people being like, I'd like some more money. And they're like, your character's on a, on a slab. <laughs> like, she's fucking merciless. Which, in a certain way, I do respect. Of just, like, that's what television... That's, that's really... That shows you how television is made. There's yeah. no grand narrative arc. There's just, yeah. like, a contract. And then sometimes someone's like, I want out of the contract. And they're like, oh, there's only one way out of this, and it's a fucking body bag. Which is amazing to do on a show about just, like, people who work in a hospital. Not patients in a hospital, but just, like, regular-ass people who are, like, in there, who are probably, like, under 40 and healthy, and it has, like, a Walking Dead-level body count of just, like... (laughs) (laughs) But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Instead, we're here to talk about Kate Walsh dancing naked to uh, the Scissor Scissor Sisters. Sisters. Uh, I Immediate dating. the Scissor Sisters. I love them. Not a surprise. Every time one of their songs plays... I'm just so happy. They do th- their singles are jams. They're bops. Sexy gorgeous. Take your mama out. I don't feel like dancing. Just yeah. jams in general. Yeah. Makes me makes me want to dance in a bath towel. And then take the towel off while Tay Diggs watches. Yeah. The ageless wonder. Wow, this middle-aged woman is is so cute and quirky. She dances alone in her towel in a room that hasn't been unpacked yet. Yeah, and she doesn't care. This is uh, yeah, it's our second consecutive episode of uh, exhibitionist tendencies. But yeah, instead of having Nicholas Holt on the other side looking, she has her coworker Tay Diggs. What? Uh, And we get we get some real hijinks as they both try to communicate with one another, but like duck down until eventually they're like, "Oh, we're just gonna put on robes and talk on the beach because it's California. It's wonderful." And she got a job, so she is she is she was a doctor at Seattle. She was married to McDreamy. They got divorced, I guess, and then she was like, All right, I'm gonna keep working at this hospital. Actually, no, I gotta get out of here. So she like I guess went to visit her best friend, who then hired her to join her private practice firm, which features She's a neonatal uh, surgeon and her yes. friend is a fertility expert. Yes, her friend uh Naomi. Naomi, well, have, I was. Then Amy Brenneman is a psychiatrist. So Amy, Amy Brenneman's put her on the board. Put her I had no idea Amy <laughs> Brenneman was in this show, and then Amy Brenneman appeared, and I went, "What?" 
I was like, Tay Diggs was in this show. How did a show that came out in the 90s get to name themselves a thing that literally every show has? Every show. I can't think of a single show that does not have some friends in it. Mm. (laughs) I can think of a single show that doesn't have any friends in it, and it's called Arrested Development. Yeah. Yes. Uh, (laughs) That's very true. Uh, How did you wind up? Stephen, where did your... I Ian, said, can you we help said me the word. The we said the word her friend. We said okay. that she. We, okay. That's Thank what you. happened. Yeah, I just uh, started thinking like that's the least descriptive title of a show ever. I thought you were going to go back to talk about NYPD Blue, and you're like every yeah. show has the New York Police Department in it. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, a lot of them do. Uh, well, every, every show, show has, has 9/11 skin in, in it. That's true. Damn it, that's not even trying. <laughs> uh, but so Amy Brown's psychiatrist. Then we also have a. A pediatrician here and uh, Paul Adelston, who uh, I was desperately like, why do I recognize you? And I don't know why. I've not yeah, seen I, any of the uh, things. One of the, that's how I felt about the boss at the Undropped Diva, just being like, I've yeah. seen this guy eight million times. I've never seen yeah. something. Is, is the, is the uh, pediatrician like? <laughs> is he Canadian? I do love American. This. <laughs> American. Oh. Yeah, no, he is American. Huh. He, I get where you're coming from on this one, but yeah. Um, the yeah. the uh, the best friend Naomi is played by Audra McDonald, another stage uh, person who has six Tony Awards, uh, <laughs> the legend. Uh, and then we've also got Tim Daly as an alternative medicine expert. Hilarious, Tim Daly walking around wearing just like a scoop neck tee and beads. Yeah, who Addison then, kissed him importantly at some point. Yeah, before. Uh, and he was not on Grace, so that was a true as yeah that was that we don't know. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and then Chris Lowell rounds it out as he's like the front desk person and also a midwife. Uh, Prison break is what I know him from. The pediatrician. Oh, yeah. the pediatrician. Yeah, yeah. So I actually did recognize uh, him. Travis, what do you know Chris Lowell from? Uh, he's on Glow. Uh, okay. He was also the... Uh, he was Piz in, in Veronica Mars, which is how I He's also him. in Promising Young Woman. He's like Yeah, oh, guy. right, yes. He yeah. is the guy. Wow, uh, Matt. Knowing Chris Lowell in another show certainly cast doubt on the fact that you hate TV. I've never seen him, so it seems like I hate TV more. Matt didn't know Chris Lowell. He knew. Um, I, I've never heard that name in my life. Guy. I knew Chris Lowell. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I knew Chris I Lowell. I already forget that actor's name, though. Uh, Scott something. Paul Adelston. Nope, it's Paul, Paul not Scott. It's Paul. not Scott. Yeah, they're, they're all working together at this cool, hippie free uh you know it's this uh private practice it's a worker co-op i guess all the lighting yeah. is washed out there for some reason it's like, la this had some of the weirdest like the camera like what why did everything I, have vaseline lens on this show i hated the way this sexy. looked but i liked the way the cast looked you know a <laughs> lot of a lot of just people in this room are like man i'm glad to see this person getting work yeah tay diggs get a 110 episode paycheck getting his groove back I'm sorry, I, I had to. I tried. Folks. Folks. He was in Folks. Of group back. Um, Do you know the name of his character in House Della got, got her groove back? Groove. Groove. Uh, no, it's uh, Winston Shakespeare, I believe, is what the character's <laughs> name is, which what is big sure. LSU receiver energy. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> He's a five star recruit. <laughs> yeah. Five star recruit out of somewhere in Louisiana that's like you've never, you can't even find it on the maps. <laughs> And his name is speaks in an accent that is completely unintelligible <laughs> outside of like a three square mile radius of Louisiana. Yeah, and 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 losing to teams that 
have fan bases that don't really even care about football. That's what we're going to spoke some stories. We're threading this needle. I'm just like, we want to talk about it, but we have to talk about it. So, yeah, she's moved down there because she kissed Tim Daly. Really, that's most of the reason why, and she needs to get out of Seattle. This is a Felicity ass move that she did, but she's like 40. (laughs) Ah, She packed her bags and left town. Uh, And all of the other doctors are super mad because she got hired without really uh consulting she's definitely in her 30s when she does this because uh she mentions in the finale that sam wasted her 30s i don't think that's about sam i think that's about her husband from gray's anatomy Hmm. kate walsh herself i thought she i thought she said sam kate walsh herself was 40 when this premiered so okay i would guess addison is probably in her late 30s did she date sam uh, it Apparently. would seem to be yes, since she I did. think everyone since fucked everyone on the show. Except I would say it, did, she, it ran for I six seasons. She dated, and the cast remained also, the same. Also, I would say that she dated Sam. I would say that she dated Sam because the character Audra directly looks her in the eye and says, why did you and Sam break up? Yes. Yeah. That's, I, I, I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure she was talking about Sam. So here's what I'm thinking. If, if this show is about a bunch of people who hang out together... And sometimes have relationships. If uh, you make another fucking friends joke, <laughs> <laughs> if you say, I don't understand why this show isn't called for, I'm going, I'm going to become the Joker. What a stupid thing to call a show. <laughs> I can't I, handle it. I associate that type of writing with that 70s show because I think that was my first exposure to that kind of thing where it's like, well, we've got a pit, we've run out of people to hook up so we'll just have the rest of the cast fuck the rest of the cast it's good when that happens and then they learn that two characters have a surprising chemistry yeah they don't that's not learning that's writing (laughs) (laughs) okay you know what i meant actors you write can't it 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 doesn't matter so yeah she moves down to los angeles uh everyone's mad at her she's mad also because she didn't pay attention during the interview and yeah. it's like, I can't wait to meet my staff. And they're like, there's only one person. You're going to have, like, one patient a day. Seems pretty chill, You treat honestly. them in a living room. Yeah. yeah, this seems all right. Here's your alternative here's Everybody your alternative else has very good specialist. reason to be pissed, though, at, the, uh, at Naomi for hiring yeah. somebody without telling them when they are a worker co-op. Well, so as she pointed out, it's a worker co-op where she owns, like, 50%, so she owns the majority stake. So I would say that she, Naomi, it's weird that she's not wearing her signature hat and revealing that she's actually just Nathan J. Robinson. Um, <laughs> uh, I like practice, but it's about uh, current affairs. Current affairs. Yes. I was like the baffler and I was like, wait, no, that's not that one. It was not the baffler. It's not Jacobin. It was current affairs. Yes. Uh, I like the, the weird, the room where she will do deliveries. I like to imagine that elsewhere in this practice, there's a urologist whose office is just like a man cave or something. And, you know, this is where you conduct prostate exams. There's a there's a cardboard cutout hot lady like and tin there. signs on yeah, the wall. The on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The game's on. I don't know which game it would be in LA. Yeah, the Lakers are on. Travis, is Alex in the room? No, she's still on the phone in the living room. Have you? Have you spoken to her about Grey's Anatomy at all? I, I've been spoken to by her about Grey's Anatomy. Um, <laughs> she's, has watched, she has watched every single episode of Grey's Anatomy, but she had never seen this show before. Fellas, like this. fellas, have uh, you talked to your girlfriends about Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 o'clock on a Sunday. Do you know where your girlfriend is? She's watching Grey's Anatomy. 
<laughs> so my here's my question about that. What was Addison's role? Like, what did she add to that show? And how did it... Because I'm always curious when somebody is like, okay, well, we're going to make her the main character. When she wasn't the main character, she usually yeah. has, like, a thing. She Ooh, was the conflict. She was the conflict because she comes in and is the ex-wife of McDreamy, who mm. is... So they were already romantic. divorced when that show started. She doesn't get At least I McDreamy think that's the, the character. Because huh. McDreamy no, gets yes. Meredith, right? Yes. And so it's like, she he gets with Meredith, and then it's just like, uh-oh, my ex-wife is here. That's what Grey's Anatomy's like, right? You know, he like... And then he, and he then dies the at some point, just, too, right? Listen, everyone dies at Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I don't know why you're asking this question. You know that. That's the one where I remember people being like, they fucking killed off McDreamy. And it was like... I bet... Here, we're going to find out what ridiculous ways they killed him. (laughs) He died in a car accident in season 11! 11? (laughs) (laughs) She really wasn't... Addison really shouldn't have had her own show based on just seeing this. Like, just not a leading leading lady. Not an interesting character at all. Like what? The finale, uh, I felt what like she was barely in. Yeah. Yeah. They realized over the course of the show that she wasn't interesting, so they just wrote the other characters to be the main characters. Apparently, you know who was really mad that Addison Montgomery got the spinoff? Sandra O. Oh. Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl. Yeah. The woman who killed the rom com, Catherine Heigl, <laughs> was so mad that her character wasn't the one who got the Los Angeles-based mm. spinoff. And then did her character get like? shot in the face with a blunderbuss or something like or she <laughs> leave and how did izzy do, is izzy right why do i know this I, my parents watched Grey's at that time so i had some osmosis about it it says that she's now in a relationship with her ex-husband and they have twins that's it so she's, she's left i guess she just left oh i guess she got away Wow. She must have Good like like uh, horrible photos of Shonda Rhimes in incriminating <laughs> position, so that she wasn't brutally murdered. But yeah, so she yeah she comes down. She's got her first patient. It's a it's like a teen who's pregnant, and her dad is very unhappy. Meanwhile, uh, we see a different patient, and it's uh, we see uh, a couple. And there's a, it's an it's an elderly man and that woman from Lost that we talked about earlier. What was it? What was her name again? Charlotte. And the dude is just like, wow, I've never jerked off into a cup before. When you jerk off into a cup, I bet ninety eight percent of people aren't like. Uh, uh, well, ninety eight percent of people, I would say, jerking off into a cup aren't having a stroke. That's right. Well, they're having a kind. They're having a stroke, but not. Uh, well, that's hey, true. That oh, they're having many strokes. I'm talking. It's just playing the background. Yeah, no, because Stephen, remember, they were all like, "Oh, listen to him, kid," and then she starts screaming because he was having a stroke. That's why he classic was classic skin style humor. Yeah, while well, everyone's. While everyone's gossiping about the fact that they've hired this new person, uh, they're all like, wow, listen to Mr. What's-His-Name. Oh, my God, he died. <laughs> he actually <laughs> right, just take a minute and say, like, he's been, he's been down too long. It's yeah. been, like, in showtime, it's been 30 seconds. I was fully like, all oh, they're going to bring him upstairs back. To the <laughs> died I think they're going to bring him back. That's the whole thing. And then they're like, I'm calling it. And they said like, the phrase, of, his pupils of death. blown. Is that something that happens? 
when they were, I was like, oh, Addison's probably there. She's going to grab the paddles and bring him back. And uh-huh. instead, it's just like, like oh, no he died. point in the paddles. He's been down too long. <laughs> no, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. So, Stop it. Charlotte, so, he's so, gone. Blown. Charlotte's so, like, use the electric thingy. You can use the electric thingy. Charlotte is also the name of the actual, uh, the chief medicine of this show or whatever. Yeah, so, well, but the, the one who sounds like Holly Hunter-ish. Uh, that's it's amazing to me so first of all i think that that's a very realistic thing i think people would not sound like holly hunter no i think that people wouldn't know a defibrillator in that moment like a lot of people wouldn't know what the word is it's just it's Uh, just silly in television to see someone go you can use the paddle thingies those are all like that guy fucking died or the electric thingy they're like that guy died so number one I love that his cause of death was wank stroke. Number two, <laughs> it turns out that... Hi, um, we're wank stroke. <laughs> we'd, like, we'd like to thank Waxahachie for bringing us on tour tonight. I saw a really good um, shoegaze, like, ethereal band. No, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being mean about shoegaze. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was, I mean, it was good and atmospheric, and I haven't been to concerts, and I enjoyed it. Sure. But um, their their name is Just Mustard, and I was like, God, that's terrible. It's so bad. What a horrible we name. We have run out of band names, and it's I a know. crisis. Yeah. It is a silent crisis affecting America. It's so you bad. You should have to get a license uh, to like, name your band anything at this point. Anyway, it turns out when a, when a pupil is blown, it no longer responds to light. It doesn't dilate if you shine a light in it. Um, that oh, doesn't like it's not blown up. Like it's blown out. Like yeah, like yeah. It's, it's it's blown. Yeah, like, it's like fried. Just yeah, it makes it sound like his eyes were like like. <laughs> but <laughs> but I will add that uh, although it it commonly happens when there's brain trauma, that it doesn't mean that you're dead. Like no, sometimes you can right, have brain, like, no. you can have pulse. brain trauma that causes blown pupils and also doesn't kill you. So I don't know if that's actually. Dude, if I like, had could you, blown pupils, I'd hope I'm fucking dead. Could you imagine if when you had a stroke, your eyes popped out of your head like you were a cartoon wolf? <laughs> yeah, oh, I hate it. I imagine blown <laughs> pupils is like what happened to um, the girl that Danny Brown's talking about when he says, "Sent your bitch a dick pic." Now she needs glasses. Like. <laughs> 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 Could you imagine that also if they draped the like sheet over you and you just still had the spot like the pupils are out <laughs> so the sheet is draped over and you would, like your face looks like a mountain? Oh no! <laughs> got a fucking large marge under there. Uh, so that's yeah. So that guy's dead, and now his girlfriend is like, "I need a I sperm." Want a sperm. Like that's what we're here for. Gotta she get screams, that out of the balls. "Give me his sperm now!" And then we cut to this Windows Movie Maker ass title card for private practice. Like, yeah, there's no theme. Twenty song minutes show, right? into the show. Yeah, well, it seemed like there was like four intros. <laughs> they had to do that to censor because what was actually happening then in the doctor's office is they were using an electric cattle prod for anal stimulation to cause the ejaculation. <laughs> Oh, I thought they that's were going to stick like a big... joke. Oh. Because oh. that's what happens in Red Dragon. Oh, I don't remember that. And it doesn't happen in the movie. It doesn't happen in the movie because oh, they were it. like, how are we going to show his lesbian sister using a cattle prod oh, to yes. stimulate a corpse? Thomas Harris's weird... Uh, th- okay. Yes. Because it's not Manhunter either. Uh, no, uh, I haven't read that. Uh, or no, no, sorry, that's Hannibal, not Red Dragon. 
Uh, that's the one where Gary Oldman plays yes, the Mason guy. Ver- who Mason Vertrude yeah, yes. is the one who has the butch lesbian sister in the books. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sorry. I figured they would have grabbed like a comically large needle thing and then like stuck it to his balls and went like. Uh, while that's happening, then we have uh, Violet, the psychiatrist, being called to like a mall, or to like a sporting goods store. And you know who called her to her, the mall? I don't know who that guy was. Yeah. Crazy Eight from. That was from Breaking Bad. That was Crazy Eight. Because I was staring and I was like, I fucking recognize this guy. I fucking recognize this guy. And I searched and I was like, that's Crazy Eight? Are you kidding me? Uh, Crazy Eight from Breaking Bad, who has some stuff happen to him in that show. Yes, DC does. Uh, (laughs) We'll leave it at that. But uh, Moon Unit Zappa is in his store having a mental breakdown and doing the vampire counting thing, but on tiles. <laughs> it came up again. What's the... Yeah. Oh, the vampire. <laughs> crazy ate through a bunch of rice on the floor and Moon Unit Zappa was like, my dead son! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, oh, ten, eleven, man. twelve. This of... There's like, there's like an A, B, and C plot here in this one, at least. Maybe yes. D. This is um, a C plot. This was like one of my least favorite plots that I've seen since we started this show. Just I agree. Ev- the way yep. every single piece was handled was yep. atrocious. Yep. Yep. Like, Absolutely. And it's a shame. It's a shame because I like Amy Brenneman and I was like, wow, it's Moon Unit Zappa? Yeah. The legend? And all she does is be on her, her hands, hands and, and knees. knees and count tiles? And scream. Yeah. Cry. Yeah. Well, it's because I mean, I fucking roll of a lifetime to get to act disabled. Her consciousness is, her consciousness is also on the beach from Death Stranding. <laughs> we all are on the beach from Death Stranding. Uh, they did do a good job of being like, you shouldn't call the police for the situation. Yes, that's that the that, I did like that. I did yeah, like that. Yeah, you like, do not call the police. I did. I and did have then, like emotional state. Like makes it because I was like, please don't call the police. Please don't call the police. <laughs> And then corporate mandates, it's like, sorry, she got violent, we gotta call the police. And she's like, I told you not to call the police. And then it turns out that she watched a video and saw a child and uh, her son had died. And uh, somehow her therapist didn't know that she had a dead son. Now, the moment that she is looking at the TV... There, I feel like there's TV language to talk about this sort of thing that I don't have because I don't like TV. Um, but <laughs> the moment where the TV's on and she's staring at it and there's a kid jumping off a rock into a lake and she's like, oh, you know what? I bet what caused this trauma is that she has a kid that died at a lake. Like, I understand that there's probably some context that she had from the Uh therapy sessions to lead her to believe this however out of all of the fucking things going on in this giant ikea-esque store probably not ikea more like i don't know crate and barrel look like a a walmart it's an outdoors thing whatever regardless uh (laughs) it was just so like this doesn't fucking track at all like like that she would just look around it was it was like it was like it was Batman-esque. Like, it was like, ah, oh, yes, this TV was playing a video of her child jumping into I, the... I was so hopeful that all that was going to happen was that they would watch the thing, and then Amy Redman would be like, oh, that's just her ex-husband in that video. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was a commercial actor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, okay, that's what happened. That's better than what happened. Yeah. 
Right. Also, if somebody did this, uh, if somebody like stopped in the middle of an IKEA and started counting the tiles, they would be trampled to death. That's yeah. fair. That's you. A normal response to this kind of thing would have been to go back to the camp every year and kill sexy teenagers. Uh, and then... <laughs> unfortunately, she just decides to count the floor. <laughs> and then... <laughs> same premise. Yeah, same is, issue as Pam. Is. No, that's right. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, so... I'm not a clinical psychologist. I have, de- I have a degree in neuroscience. It's not the same thing. Uh, so, grains of salt everywhere. Throw them around, count them before you count enter a house. Um, wait, 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 wait. You've got the vampire twice, like they're starting to walk to your door, and you've thrown the salt like, on the ground, and they're counting all of it while you stand on the other side going, na 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 you're not allowed in. And then you throw more salt, and they're like, ah, I gotta start again. Yeah, just to taunt them, you did invite them, but you're still them from crossing. Guys, we gotta go write a vampire comedy spec script. I don't know. The what problem we're doing. is, I don't know. The problem with this piece of comedy is that I didn't know about that until, like, I don't know how common that lore is. I hope they do that on you in the shadows this season. I haven't watched the new episode. <laughs> Me too. Um, okay, so I don't understand the premise of this person is having a an OCD panic attack thing. Where they're unreachable because they are dealing with trauma and they're trying to, you know, escape slash ground themselves by counting the tiles on the floor. And the way to break them out of that was to solve the mystery of what caused the panic attack in the first place and then just like pound their ears with the thing that triggered them. It's it's not your fault. It's like when you, I'm trying to think of which video games it would be where you find out the cause for why something's miserable and then they're like allowed to go free. It's like the, that one quest, like right at the start of The Witcher. Oh, The Witcher. That's exactly what yeah. I thought you were going to say. That's what she, yeah. That yeah. was like, yeah, I, it, it, it is just like, like horror that. movie logic also like, oh, well, this ghost will stop haunting you if you find out what the ghost wants because the ghost can't tell you directly. Oh, your son died. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah you just your son like, died. And then you just be like, and then you're like, boy, it's a shame what happened to you. And then the ghost is like, I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever said it was a shame what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> no one in my life was kind to me until you, Amy Brunelman. <laughs> it's not your fault. Uh, yeah, the ghost was living inside her brain and causing her obsessive compulsive disorder. That's what OCD um, is like. I believe that, I believe that every... Uh, mental health disorder is ghosts living in your brain. Uh, this oh yeah, is, this is I a, love that. <laughs> this is a fun new, a fun. As new... someone with with depression and anxiety, I love the idea that I have ghosts in my brain. That you're haunted. That is I'm the haunted. plot of every horror movie these days. So yeah, that's true. Uh, so that's one of the plots that medical emergencies. Um, in the uh, jacking off a dead man plot, um, <laughs> it turns out. That was his mistress that he was going to have the kid with. What? And his wife, who he never formally divorced, is, like, mad. And this ties in because Tay Diggs and, um, uh, uh um, uh, Audrey what McDonald. is it? Uh, yes, Audrey Naomi. McDonald. Thank you. Yes. What? Sam and Naomi. I, Sam and Naomi. Uh, they, uh, they got divorced. And they, everyone thought they were cool, but actually it's just a lot. The, all of the suppressed issues around it are boiling to the surface now. 
Yeah, and Naomi uses her divorce magic to convince this other divorce lady that she should just be divorced. The best part of this, though, is when it's just like, she's because, you know, Naomi asks and she's like, you never left him? And she's like, nothing's perfect. And I have to make it work. And Sam earlier basically said, like, you know, I wanted you to fight for me and you didn't. And then Naomi goes into that room and she's like, yeah, no, she's gonna let um, she's gonna let the mistress have the sperm. Uh, sometimes it's just time to move on. And then looks Tay Diggs dead in the face, <laughs> and she like says that, and then leaves. And he's like, "Damn, that was cold." The show's fucking obsessed with spouses leaving their spouses. Like every plot, see, I mean, the whole finale was just s- spouses or exes giving speeches about being left. I'd say sh- I'd say Shonda has some like just hasn't gotten over some people. That sounds right. She's gonna send train killers after you, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, be careful. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I've already pissed off the BTS people by not knowing who BTS was. <laughs> I forgot that there was. Yeah, that. have you got any uh, messages that are just a picture of your parents' house? No. <laughs> <laughs> or like your car with driver's license? Uh, like no, not yet. I might. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep testing those waters. I'm gonna build. I'm gonna make a burner and just start sending Stephen pictures of his parents' house. But it's via. <laughs> it's gonna be via like um, Microsoft Drone? Flight Simulator. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'll be fun. So we've sort of gone a uh, like through the plots. Uh, like, cause there's a whole other plot that we didn't mention. The. Um, well, we touched on the having the kid, right? We've talked about no, part of the, it. Not the well, yeah. They, they, I mean that the person's oh, pregnant. Right, yeah. Yeah, but we haven't really... Like, yeah, we haven't gone. gotten into the surgery part of yeah, that. She's having a bridge baby, and... Uh, <laughs> Why did we decide this is the one? Where <laughs> <we're> like, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Mickelson's there. Can I tell you guys when I really decided I wasn't going to like this show? Was it when Tim Daly used um, the power of his mind to stop someone from feeling, feeling pain before they cut into her? <laughs> Yeah, all you have to do is block the pain receptors in. Everybody knows. That was what I was you like. Block this the receptors. Did he do like the show? Did he do like Reiki? Did I miss that? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> he used. He did spirit. that shit that like the masseuse used... from the White Lotus does or whatever, and did like some yeah. crazy chanting, and then it worked. I mean, that wasn't what I was going to say. So, I know you guys didn't like skins, but <laughs> I thought. I thought that the way they did the exposition and in introducing the characters was v- interesting and fun. As opposed to that, there was a scene in this show where the character that Addison kissed and kept telling her that she moved there because he kissed her. And the magic Superman. pain healer man. The man who used Kaioken to stop somebody from feeling pain. <laughs> and <laughs> Thank I believe... You, Thank you, Thank <laughs> you. I believe Amy Brenneman, I think Amy Brenneman is the one who is stalking uh, her ex. Correct. So they're in a they're in what like the private <laughs> practices fucking kitchen. And uh the guy's like, Hey, is it weird if you're having sex with a woman and she wants you to call her mama? And the girl's like, You're right a sex back to addict. NYPD Blue. And then the guy's like <laughs> You're stalking your husband, and then they just sort of ex-boyfriend. move on. Sorry, you're stalking your ex-boyfriend, and they just sort of walk away from that. Now, that's not how people fucking talk. 
nobody has ever fucking been like like if you're gonna if you're gonna bring up this shit like as if it's the first time like hey i know that you're stalking your husband or your ex-boyfriend and i'm gonna call you out on it right now and then we're just gonna move on like this was not the first time they were having this conversation i got the sense that this was like the millionth time they'd had this conversation so they also established that like you know they show her calling well, I I would episode. buy that more. Uh, like, uh, uh, that's fine. I just like it. Just seemed like they were very casual about the fact that some that their coworker called them a sex addict, and the other coworker was like, "You're a stalker." And then they it's were just like, "He he he." That's the whole reason I thought it was the millionth time they'd talked about it. Yeah, and also it's because they're not working in the usual confines yeah, of the American LA. medical practice, it's man. LA. It's L.A. It's a private practice. Instead, they probably stay like, completely out of network. I bet Instead, so many times someone gets brought here and then winds up with like a $10,000 bill just for like a single aspirin. At the end of the day, these characters, like people don't talk to one another like this. If they do, they leave their job. Dude, this show would have been better with a laugh track. The tone of it was oh laugh track God. television. <laughs> when, when they did that You're focus. The, your when they did the when they did the focus bit where they were like, like you, you remember the focus bit where when, they could be like, you, when you see the, the, the girlfriend, the mistress looking at the husband and then it focuses in on the door and you see that the woman, the, the wife is staring through the window and then it focuses back as they're like, we're about to jerk off this corpse. <laughs> is that the bit, Stephen? No, no. Oh, that no. was the one I thought of. Sorry. At the beginning, at the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning, they're discussing Addison they're discussing Addison, like going there, and people keep ta- keep people keep getting off topic. Like, oh, but blah blah blah. They keep they what they do is they're like, well, here's this exposition, and then one of them goes focus, and then there's like, here's oh. this exposition, focus. Uh, really, I, really telling on myself when Stephen said the focus part. Yeah. Like, so when the camera, <laughs> yeah, back, he focus. are yeah. Oh. That was extremely emo. Like I was talking about the word focus, like. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 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 The so, best cut in this entire episode, though, is when they're like, we have to do emergency surgery on this person. It's not even a sterile environment. I don't have anesthesia. I hope this is going to work. Your alternative medicine. And they go like, she's holding the scalpel. And she's like, one, two. And then we get the cut to commercial. But because we're watching on streaming, we just get like a one second black screen. And then it's like three. I loved that moment. Also, the dad who is like, oh, I'm so mad she's going to have a kid. And then the moment it starts to go bad, she's like, she's all I have. Her mom died in childbirth. I, I was incapable of growing until this exact moment. <laughs> but it, it also is that energy of, like, dad didn't want the dog. Dad is now the, the dog's best friend. Like, yes, you yeah. know. Exactly that. Also, dad, dad is only angry because he's scared. Is such a classic uh, yeah. trope. Yeah. And everything works out. Also, um, yeah. They did that's the see end. it she, did seem like we were about to have a three person body count in this apparent comedy. Well, it's 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 not a comedy. It's, it's a, a dramedy. Light medical it's I would say like it's a light medical drama. Yeah. Who was the like one after never, the old man? He probably assumed that the LAPD were gonna execute Moon Zappa in the yeah. mall, I'm guessing. <laughs> it seems likely, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> they just fucking walk in, shoot her, and walk yeah. out. It's fine. I got a file report. And you all saw she had a gun. She made a move toward me. Walk over, plant one on her, and run full view of everyone. Leave. 
oh, we live in hell and we are not <laughs> deserving of respect. So that was the pilot of Private Practice. Yeah. I didn't have fun with it, but I had fun talking about the pilot with you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I figured that would probably be the case. Uh, obviously, yeah. I would not watch any more of Private Practice. I didn't want to watch more of Private Practice, but I had to subject myself to the finale of Private Practice for you guys. And you guys, the listeners. Oh, sorry. We forgot the be- one of the best parts of the episode, actually, before oh, we no. skip over. Is it Moon Unit Zappa sounding Which, like a frog no, when she says, Oh, my it's God, the, my <laughs> yeah, it's that the, part was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I was, you're right. That was the best part. No, the part at the end when they're like, we need to have a vote. Oh, And then right. she gives the horrible speech about how she's not leaving and then leaves. Because when oh, I saw yeah. the scene first, I was like, oh, and then they're all going to unanimously vote yes. to keep her in front of her. I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. They're all going to be like, let's have a vote, and then say yes, and then there'd be like an uplifting thing. But it was yeah, just uh, her storming all... off and then being like, yes, That's this is the central tension her. of season one. Yeah. But yeah, because I thought they were all just going to grandstand on the like, you're a great doctor. Yeah. Uh, and instead, yeah, they, she just blows up at them, gives a terrible speech about like, how she's had a bad so day. They're so mad but about also, this, but yeah. like, she also doesn't do stuff that is... It interferes with what they do in any way. It's a power struggle. Uh, do you guys want to hear both of my notes on the finale? <laughs> both of your notes on the finale? Both of these notes. And notes? Both, of the, both of these notes. Uh, <laughs> if, we were a podcast, if we were a podcast that titled our episodes after things that were said in there, I think it'd have to be both of these notes. Uh, and it, it brings me no pleasure. Oh wait! Actually, before we do that, speaking of titles, so the pilot was called, or this the first episode was called. It had a very long. In which we meet Addison. They're all. They all are called. In which we do this. No, Travis. They're not. It's called in which we meet Addison, a nice girl from somewhere else, and the entirety of the first season is called in which we blank. The whole first season has the in which we blank uh, construction, and the finale has the in which we blank construction, or in which construction. None of the other episodes. Uh, the whole second season abandoned this. But the finale is called In Which We Say Goodbye. Yeah. Yes. yes. So, it's uh, weird. Bef- There's another show where they do the one with... Shut the fuck up. It really reminds me of this other show where there are I- people who know one another in a positive way. The best thing about friends is that they're not actually friends, and I will go to my grave <laughs> arguing about that. They are competitors. Uh, True. Are you guys ready to hear both of my notes on the finale of Private Practice? Yeah. Hell yeah. One is just awful version of No Diggity. Uh, I, dude, yeah. and it's, it turns by, out it's, it's by, by Chet, Chet Faker. Faker. Go to jail what? and never come out. <laughs> A name I have not thought about since this show aired in 2013. <laughs> God, I had to remember that Chet Faker is a different artist than Chet Hayes. Uh, but wow! Uh, and then the other Chet one was just Faker. people love collapsing on this show. I, I love it's I a mean, medical show. On network shows. Yeah. <laughs> people are always just seeming fine. Let's go. Private practice. Women be collapsing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the, uh, the first three minutes of this, where she's staring directly in a camcorder. Who is yeah, she talking weird hostage to? Video. They do reveal at the end. Well, they reveal who she's talking to at the end. Yeah. Oh she's right. Recording sorry. a video. So are, are you, are you doing like real time notes where you're you're like pretending like you haven't seen the end yet until we've talked about it? <laughs> yeah, it's more exciting for the audience for the listener. 
So yeah, the 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 primary question posed here is who is she talking to? This must be yeah. about her own wedding, and she's doing I don't know. And she's being held yeah, against her will. Who do you think she was talking to? Forced she to make some kind of video kids? by the terror group ISIL. <laughs> she's holding up today's newspaper. Is this video yeah. begin with? Yeah, like is this going to be on a tape that says like "Do not watch unless I am dead"? Like what? <laughs> Are you doing this for? So she definitely is talking about Sam because that's part of the reason why they do it that way. Sam, when I said Sam, like, you know, took away her 30s, like, that was Sam, definitely, because that's the whole point. Would you say that? But she's saying it for Naomi and Sam's wedding. No, you're conflating the two (laughs) things. She's talking about the first time you get married, and then she's like, oh, and then I lost my 30s. That is about her Grey's Anatomy, or pre-Grey's Anatomy life. Yeah. And then she mentioned stuff about Sam, but I do not think that she is recording a video for Sam's wedding going, you ruined my 30s. <laughs> I'm the maid of I'm honor. Gonna, I'm going <laughs> to fucking rewatch it right now. Okay. Okay, please do. <laughs> yeah, she's busy. I can wait. You guys go on. Anyway, this uh, awful cover of No Dignity plays while she gets married to Benjamin Bratt. How, shouts out! I had no idea he was going to appear because she was like, "Oh, she's getting married." And I was like, "Is she getting married to Tim Daly?" And then Benjamin Bratt was there, and I was like, "Wow!" I guess he got a type. And it's, it's probably Julia his Roberts second show. marriage too, because he has a daughter played by Epic herself. Do you remember I'm when hilarious. Benjamin? Remember when <laughs> Benjamin Bratt dated Julia Roberts, and then she appeared on Law and Order because he was because she was dating him? No. Nah. Remember when my pin tweet is Godzilla Godzilla breathing fire into a Muto and it's labeled me and the Muto is labeled my yeah. friends and yes. the atomic breath is labeled knowledge of celebrity relationships? <laughs> the I only person make... that I can say that I know Julia Roberts has been in a relationship with is Lyle Lovis. Uh knowledge of celebrity relationships is what it's labeled. The atomic No no breath. no. What was the what was the second one labeled? Muto? Uh, my friends? Yeah, wow. Pretty cool that you have those. Pretty unique yeah. situation there to um, have friends. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Something to maybe I, name a show about your life I am, after. I, I'm going to fight you when you make it back to America in a month's time. <laughs> Wild. We're going to square up. Wild and unique. And uh, she was talking fighting, about... She was the, talking worst about, about it, the worst part about it, Stephen, is that when we're fighting, you're like, wow, I guess you could say, I guess in this moment, that we're not friends. And then I'm going to want to fight you even harder. Yeah, too bad I'm it's too Your strong. friend strong for you um the uh, she was talking about derek yeah that's true (laughs) you know sometimes you're wrong and uh, you know i humbly think i'm a very big person for being able to admit it so go ahead and pat myself on the back there (laughs) you're right steven you took that loss like a champ (laughs) As you pulled up the literal footage mid-recording. <laughs> as as did Brett Bielema a week after beating Let's, Scott Frost. Lost to fucking go. UTSA. <laughs> Embarrassing Nebraska uh, even more. What a terrible Scott Frost today. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, she gets married. And the wildest part was I was like, okay, so she's she's getting married. And that's going to be the set. No, the set, the wedding happened and it's been like two minutes. And then there's like a three month time hap- skip. Yeah. Well, and there's stuff happening at the wedding, namely that Sam and Naomi uh, bone down. So, well, the other thing that happens at the wedding is that Benjamin Bratt dances with his daughter. And Travis, don't answer. Steven, who was this daughter? 
I already said it. That doesn't mean anything. I know it doesn't matter, <laughs> but... <laughs> Matt, did you recognize this daughter? Of course I did. Think. Uh, I, Think. I would need to look. I need to look. Is it... I don't know. Is it a person from Friday Night Lights? Yes. yes. Yeah, it. duh. Yes. Who, what else would you be from? This. You've got this. Come on. Okay, One but... of the most beloved characters from Friday Night Lights, certainly. <laughs> don't listen to Travis. He's leading you astray. <laughs> is it Julie Taylor? It is... <laughs> Because I mean, you said he's leading me astray. So I thought that it was the opposite of one of the most beloved characters. Well, I understand how you'd wind oh, up is there. Oh, is but... it a timeline thing? Is this... Oh, okay. I understand. It's Gracie Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Gracie Bell would be like five by the time Sarah Depp was. Uh... Steven. You got this. I can't remember. I'm sorry. She's like the only Latino character. The Latina character. There's a Latina character in Friday Night Lights. It really speaks to that plot line. Yeah, I forget about that plot line every time. Um. Oh wait, is she the one? Is she the fighty one? Yes. Yes. What is her name on that show? I have a clue ready to give for you. I remember. I actually. I can picture her now. And okay. Yes. Absolutely. Do you remember her name? Fight, fight, even fight pants. Do you want the clue that I'm going to give you? Yeah, I'm not, not going to get it otherwise. Your clue is bacon. A- Alex Bacon? Because <laughs> <laughs> so you understand why I gave this yes, as the clue. I, get, right? I understand yeah. why you gave him that, but he's not going to yeah. make that connection. Oh, okay. He's not going to make that connection? Yes. Her might. name is Epic on that show. Epic Bacon. Meat glue, meat glue, and fucking. More yeah, no, it was the moment when she starts dancing with Benjamin strips. Bratt, and I was like, is Emily Rios in this show? And then I, I was like, oh, Emily Rios was in four episodes of this show. Yeah. Amazing. I, I did Andrea not... from Breaking Bad. Um, yes. Yeah. Again, another Breaking Bad character actor. Um, we also get a glimpse of, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? I have it in my notes. Uh, Matt Long, who was on Mad Men for a little bit in a side role, and was also either Jack or Bobby on Jack and Bobby. I don't Wait, know which character which... he was, but that show, that's a weird... Wait, which person is Matt Long? Why didn't you why didn't you just reference the 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 wonderful beloved animated movie with Aziz Ansari voicing somebody where people ride hummingbirds that everybody loved? Did you dream this film? <laughs> sure that was a dream you had. <laughs> Google Google the movie Epic. Google the movie Epic. Oh, well, that was Epic a movie. movie? David, you want me to Google epic movie? No, not epic me? movie. The movie epic. <laughs> movie epic, not epic movie. And then I'm just Guys, like sitting, this movie happened. The... I Look remember this movie. Uh... Danny Elfman did okay, the okay, score. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Want... Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> time out, time out. We can do the whole epic, the movie thing in a minute. I just want to fill Matt in on who this character is. Uh, he was the, so he was like there at the wedding with his girlfriend. And then he was like a doctor at the hospital. He had kind of like long hair that was pushed back. He barely appeared in the episode, but I saw his face and I was like, "Isn't that that like smug guy that gets fired in Mad Men?" Okay, tell me all about Epic the movie that Travis is continuing clearly to read about. Yeah, a teenager finds herself transported to a deep forest setting where a battle between the forces of good and the forces of evil is taking place. She bands together the ragtag group of characters in order to save their world and ours. I remember these slugs. Oh god, that's I remember awful. these guys. I don't remember anything else. It's from Blue Sky Studios, the people who do Ice oh. Age. Uh, well, that's, well, Blue Sky's a DreamWorks spinoff, right? 
I believe so. Um, or maybe even like DreamWork proper. This is a movie that I like to reference just because it got memory hold. Like, it has I, I, Amanda Seyfried, Josh Hutcherson, Beyonce, Colin Farrell, what? Blake Anderson as he's Ansari, John DiMaggio, of course, because of the animated film he has feared. Judah Friedlander is in it for at one point. Kyle Kinane has a small role in this. Uh, Chris O'Dowd is in this movie. Pitbull. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. Steven Tyler. Christoph Waltz. <laughs> That's too many voices. That's too many characters. <laughs> guys, guys. So this, this film movie was directed. Just kept memory hold. This, this film was, was directed. 2013. Uh, sorry. 2013. No, because in 2016, director Chris Wedge had a different movie, Monster Trucks, the movie where the alien inhabits the truck. What? <laughs> I vaguely you remember that remember, happening. You don't remember Lucas Till. The guy who is most notable for being, I think, TV's new MacGyver, and also Havoc in X-Men First Class, but for me, always will be remembered as the You in You Belong With Me music video. Uh, yeah, where he gets a truck that has a monster in it, and that movie was made in 2016 oh, I do with a budget that. of $125 million and made $64 million. Fittingly, you can watch it on Epics, or Epics, whatever it's supposed to be. E-P-Y-C-K. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, she gets married to Benjamin Bratt and uh, Tay Diggs and um, Audrey McDonald fuck at the wedding. Well, not, well, they fuck after the wedding. It's not like they, like, throw the tablecloth off in the yeah, middle of the dining start, hall. Yeah, there's a railing. No, yeah, they. everyone's like, where are uh, Addison and, and Jake? It's like, it's their wedding night. There's a hotel here. Where do you think? And we got to the hotel, and then it's like, surprise! It's these two characters. Steamy. I am. Tay Diggs just grown a beard, and he's looking great. Like, Tay Diggs, just an outrageously handsome guy. And also doesn't age. Really just got a hats off to the dude. Drop the skincare uh, treatment in the chat, Tay Diggs. I know you listen. <laughs> Tay Diggs, please retweet. Is that, is that our new spinoff of this? Tay Diggs, please retweet this podcast. Uh, the Tay Diggs filmography. Uh... <laughs> In four, the, white, four white guys talk about the films of Tay Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> they should send us to jail if we did that podcast. We could should be go fun. directly to jail. Could be fun. We could keep podcasting from jail. <laughs> that would it's be like, our gimmick. It's like when rappers. Yeah. It's like when rappers do a mixtape from rappers, a prison bathroom. Yeah. Right. Or or Varg Vikerns. Uh, but or four white guys <laughs> do a podcast about Tay Diggs from a prison bathroom. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> well, what show are you on? Oh, I'm on Four White Guys. Podcast about Tay Diggs from a prison bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I loved that podcast. I loved when Jason Manzukis was on. It's right? Like, yeah, he was doing this. How much? Do we, how big do we have to get to get Manzukis to show? So, guys, we should just try. We should just message him. We're the 143rd biggest <laughs> podcast in Germany. Nope, nope, no, nope. only in the nope. TV and film category. Correct. <laughs> I think it was 156th or something, or 154th. Uh, okay. The way well, European so people use the internet is genuinely a joy to see every time. <laughs> Between that and flesh, the, the messages that we get on our band page. Yeah. We don't want to talk about this finale, do we? This is so uninteresting. <laughs> all right. uh, Imagine a, a series a of speeches. This is becoming. And that's really all it is. This is such a is. classic thing we're doing. Yeah, just like, okay, uh, well, the finale happened. A character that we haven't met before is stage four brain cancer now. 
she this, has a seizure. This, char- this character this uh, is played by um uh what what's her name? Um I recognized I her but another person wrote like I don't know where I recognize you from. Uh Diane Farr. Yeah. Uh it's played by Diane Farr. And now here's the reason why I bring this up is this person threatens threatens to be an as you know all-star. Threatens. Because she was in both Rescue Me and Californication. Like she is a oh. ship in the night. Yeah. Huh. We didn't watch Rescue Me. You didn't watch Rescue Me. What? <laughs> I didn't watch Rescue Me. That's right. That's what I missed. Yo, you were so fucking lucky to have missed that one. <laughs> anyway, they should call her Diane soon, because that's what's going to happen to her. She's got a tumor on her brain. <laughs> she and her husband Sheldon wants to be there for her, and she's like, "Get away from!" I don't think like it's she's turning, she's acting like she's turning into like a a mutant creature, like she like it's the fly or whatever, and she's like, "You gotta, you have to get away, or like I'll hurt you." Travis, yeah, this is what happens when you have cancer. This is how you are. I don't think you would understand. This really, this episode really hit home uh, for me as a person who has had cancer and jacked off into a cup before. <laughs> These two episodes really. I mean, I've also done it, but not for, like, medical reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Steven and the boys have played Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Is that where you have to come on a biscuit? Yeah, and then the per- the whoever comes the last, last has to eat it. Has to eat it, yeah. Yes. Yes, that became a popular band who are now being critically reevaluated for some reason. I do. Uh, this was pointed out to me last night by friend of the podcast, Paul Vine of Thimk. Uh, go check out Thimk on... Uh, twitch.tv slash thimk. Uh, but he was talking about the uh, the Woodstock 99 documentary and the part where the like organizer is like, how was I supposed to know that Fred Durst was going to get on stage and actually encourage people to break stuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, some, some... Anyway, she's dying. She wants her husband Sheldon to... Travis. Save her. What? Uh, yeah, and well, no. So what happens is Sheldon, like, you know, is like... Yeah, I don't think it's her husband, again, because it seems like a sort of My like... friend. Yeah, there, there's some relationship, but there's no, like, sort of, like, deeply, like, formalized in a legal sense with these, with this, like, care provision, because she keeps overwriting everything. But, um, yeah, uh, it's on the brain, but yeah, as he's talking later about what's going on in his life, he's basically like, but she's beautiful, but she's dying, but she's gonna hang in there, right? And then he quits his job to go take care of her and drink a fruity cocktail on the beach while she has to, you know, like... With with the idea that she's gonna you know eventually like have to wear diapers and drool and be high on morphine because she has brain cancer. God. Uh, if only I could be in that situation right now. That's what we're all looking for. Is what? it? He's what are you fucking being talking on morphine about? To a diaper. No responsibilities. Look at what capitalism has done to this yeah. boy. <laughs> this is what he would prefer. Inside. So, yeah, that's his character plot. Uh, and it, there's like three rom-coms like just coming to a head. I mean, minus in this. yeah, minus the com, just the part where they give the big and speech. even kind of the rom. Yeah, we get that three month flash flash forward, which is so bizarre that that happens. This is so self-contained. Like the the uh, Naomi and Sam hookup being in the same episode. By the time we got to the end of the episode, felt like it was fucking ages ago, and it was in it, this, this episode. Like this sh- 
This feels like this should have been the entire plot of the last season. If yeah. she gets married, and then those characters have to deal with it. But Audrey McDonald had left the show. So yeah, she yeah. was just like a special guest star. Yeah, she hadn't so been like, back we gotta cram all of this in, in two it. years. Because she moved to New York City to like be with on some, some board of directors or something. With some, with some big cat uh, who's in Hong Kong for business or whatever. Yeah. But uh, so they... Yeah, or, or, you know, she gets so pregnant. Ot- yeah, she comes back. She's three months pregnant. Uh, Addison figures this out. And it's just like, oh, my God, you're still in love with your ex-husband who got you pregnant on my wedding night. Which, like, admittedly, if somebody, if I was even tangentially related to that gossip, everyone I meet on the street. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, incredible gossip. Like, the juiciest of goss. That that you remember that scene in the Matrix where Joey Pants eats that steak? This is the level <laughs> of juice in that gas. And I'd be holding that like that piece of meat on the end of my uh, of my fork and being like, my brain tells me it's not real and that it's all an illusion, or I know it's all real and not, or I know it's not real, it's all an illusion. But boy, oh boy, when I taste this gas, does my my the receptors in my brain light up and I feel alive. Uh, complicating things even further is that he is in a relationship with another person who I believe only threatened to be an Ezio all-star, which is Justina Machado, who is on six feet under. And But I don't know if we actually saw her, except maybe in very old age makeup at the end. Uh, which is she? She is Rico's is wife. Then she's an Ezio all-star, because there is definitely they a part where... Pri- yeah, they had a conversation about the business. You're is, right. She is in the finale. That's true. She's put her in the banner! I had no idea. I didn't even clock this one at all. So this is on me. Yeah. Uh, and she also, you know, uh, Sam doesn't have to say what he did. She's able to figure it out and does a strong woman also cry. Mr. Lebowski uh, breaks up with him, I guess. Because uh, it's not cool to impregnate your ex-wife um, while you're seeing someone. I think. We I mean, agree. yeah, I was going to uh, say, I, I don't think that's really up for debate. Violet, meanwhile, has a patient... Um, who was one of the kids on Parenthood? Who another? Uh, she's had do I recognize this person? Yeah. Do Sarah I recognize Ramos. this person? No, I didn't uh, watch Parenthood. Yeah, and she is a patient, a longtime patient. She's had who uh, lost her whole family in a car accident that she survived. Uh, lost her boyfriend and her parents and her in a car yeah. accident. Yes, yes, yes. And that is yeah. the mantra she repeats. Yes, my she boyfriend and my parents died, and I survived, yes. which is brutal. And Violet is, that, is like, it's time for you to graduate therapy and go to Steven? France to study at the Cordon Bleu. I, I, I just have questions about the clinical psychology stuff. What are your questions? As a clinical psychologist, I can answer any and all questions. Just, I don't know that that's actually like how you help someone deal with trauma. Is telling them that they're graduating after six years of being in therapy? No, just make them repeat a oh. bad thing that happened to them over and over again. Yeah, no, that's definitely some TV psychology. Yeah, that's the—I mean, that's the scene in Goodwill Hunting, basically. That's what this is. Yeah, that appears to be Violet's entire practice is just telling people it's not their fault. <laughs> it's not their fault. You lived. It's not your fault. I wonder what she, she does with stuff it's when weird. people actually are guilty about stuff. Or, or, or well, she doesn't treat them. Yeah, she's like the uh, the lawyers who wouldn't take on the whaling uh, protection <laughs> people from Dr. Devo. Were like, you did the crime. The, I d- cannot defend you. This yeah. dense mythos <laughs> of this podcast is remarkable. The shows that we're now like referencing, like the fact that we live in a world where I'm like Felicity and Drop Dead Diva are like references I can make with a certain 
uh, group of friends. Sickening. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, we our are patient the is, our patient's really good at cooking and is going to go to Paris to be at the Cordon Bleu. And Matt, folks, don't go to cooking school. Out. Just like go stage, practice a lot, work in a normal ass kitchen, and you will learn so Get much your more life together than the Cordon Bleu. Start a salsa company. <laughs> I mean, is it easy to just go stage? Like, I don't know how that all... Yes, it's very easy to just go stage because restaurants want free work. And as long as you can demonstrate that you can, like, cut an onion normal, then they will let you do it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the only thing you actually truly learn at, at, like, Le Cordon Bleu is all of the ways to cut various things. Yeah, and just look up a diagram and practice them all the time. Like, watch TV and just cut things. Uh... I'd like to tap. I'd like to tap in your hole real quick. We here at As You Know do not encourage you <laughs> to watch TV to under any circumstances. Like TV. <laughs> also, that yes, of course, but also don't don't. We like to practice knife safety here. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. You curl. Not, you curl your fingertips underneath you your knuckles, and you let the knife edge kind of ride your knuckles, so your fingertips are out of the way. You can cut without looking, no problem. Yeah, but yeah, watch, watch something other than a television show. Um, I always find it kind of hard to hold the stuff when your knuckles are like that. Like it's hard to like hold it still. I don't know. I I, I need to figure it's, that it's out. It's a skill you gotta practice. But uh, one of the other plot lines that we have here, Cooper, Cooper uh, is now like married, I think, to Charlotte, the yeah, the chief the, medicine lady, the and they have Holly They have Holly one doctor. They have one young child, and then like three triplets that are all babies, and he's being Mister Mom, uh, and is dying because they all seems synchronized poops or whatever. Don't have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Let the species go extinct. Oh yeah, absolutely. There are only 26 letters in the alphabet for a reason. We're at Z. Oh, that's the last one. Got it. <laughs> We've reached the last generation guys. Not going to lie. I thought he was doing another friend's joke setup when he started that. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. He has a bunch of kids. His life seems miserable. Uh, Addison tells Benjamin Bratt the hot gossip, and he's like, you can't tell, you can't interfere. You just can't. And we get some fun, like, basically, like, female gaze, because while she, this conversation is happening in the shower, and she's wearing a robe talking outside, but keeps looking down at Benjamin Bratt's dick. <laughs> like, she keeps making a point and then looking down at it. I mean. She's just like, yeah, I just, you know, like, I, I think I should tell them. I mean, it's not fair. I get to be married to this handsome wonderful implied adonis dick (laughs) he's a bright shining star is that all the individual people's little plot lines like there are a lot of them are resolved with just like again with just a speech somebody gives a speech yeah uh i'm so bummed that that we don't get we get tay diggs barging into a boardroom to give a speech but we don't get like tay diggs running along the street to realize because, yeah, Addison comes and she's just like, um, I can't. She's like, I, I just want you to know, um, Naomi is still in love with you. And that's all I am going to say on this matter. Goodbye. Uh, and then he's like, I got to go change my life. I got to change my wife. I got to change my life. <laughs> yeah. Breaks uh, up with uh, the inconsequential character who we don't care about. Yeah. Um, Stephanie. Stephanie. Walks into a boardroom. And it's just like, we got to talk. And then everyone there is just like, what's going on? 
And then he's like, starts to say some more shit, and then he's like, can we have the room? And then they leave, yeah. but then they do an unrealistic thing. If you were thing. there, you'd be like, absolutely not. I have to be yeah. here if you yeah. watch yeah. this. Yeah, well, at, at the very I'm least, going to be yeah. listening in, just so you know. Yes, I'm going to be like... That's- <laughs> That's the unrealistic thing, yeah. is those people then leave the room and do not immediately just get on the other side of the glass yeah. Yeah. and pop up like, or have the door staring slightly... like zombies in a yes. fucking like, Romero film just on the outside. Or have the door slightly ajar and all their heads poke in uh, on yeah. top of each other. Everyone's got glasses up to it to try and hear. Yeah. The, people, the, the way that they actually behave in the show is very Arrested Development. Just like the herd of people in the boardroom just like kind of <laughs> shuffling <laughs> around. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then Tay Diggs uh, looks at Audrey McDonald and he's like, listen, I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to begin as soon as possible. And then she's like, you're only doing this because I'm pregnant. And she's like, or he's like, I'm sorry, what? You're what? She just said that you were still in love with me. She did not mention anything about it. Chi- we're going to have a kid. And then they it's kiss a miracle. And they have a wedding at like the same location or something, as far as I can tell. And they have well, a different cover song play, and uh, it turns out that yeah, Addison is recording a video for their wedding. That's fucking weird. I mean, I've been to weddings where people are like, "Oh, say something for the yeah." Bride I've room. done that. I don't know, like but sitting down like, in another me- room doing this. So that's sorry. as you know. Right, sorry, that's not as you know. So that's private practice. <laughs> no, that's as you know. We're done, guys. That's as you know. We're fucking done. We can't be done. I'm really excited for my pick next month. Oh no! But we just watched. You know, we're, we're gonna we're... make Matt and Travis watch one of our favorite shows, Stephen. I know. I love that show. Oh no. Um. So, but that was uh, yeah, that was private practice, a show that I think we all give two thumbs down. Yeah. Next week, sorry, a show ABC. that. I barely give oh, it two I th- thumbs I'm at sorry. all. I thought I thought Matt was about to apologize for what he was going to inflict upon us. I thought no, that's what no, he was no I think we'll have fun next week. Well, yeah, Matt, it is your pick next week. An episode that could very well be recorded on 9-11. You want to let us know what we're <laughs> going to be watching? Every time it gets to him, I'm so afraid now. You already Can know what to talk about. Yeah. Next week we're watching Chuck, which I think will actually be fun hey, for everybody. Hey. Yeah, that'd I be forgot. A, that'd I be did fun. forget that you. We can that we, we can get some Chuck. good nine really? eleven in. We can get some laughs. Uh, uh, we're gonna have a special <laughs> guest. Gonna, maybe you heard everyone. We're gonna get a nine eleven in. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fulfill Halsey's request, and we're gonna crash <laughs> a plane into the Pitchfork offices. <laughs> I definitely don't know the least about Chuck because I watched like two seasons of Chuck. Wow. I'm I watched, pretty sure I've seen an episode or two of Chuck. I watched a good 10, 11 episodes of Chuck. I guess I know the least then. Unless Travis. I, we ever do for our own picks, do we? We can try to make Matt do Chuck. Nope. Nope. Travis, <laughs> no, sounds like you're going to tell too. us everything okay. you know about Chuck. Chuck. Uh, so, starting oh. 30 seconds on the clock, starting now. Chuck is a show starring Zachary Levi and Yvonne Strahovski, or whatever her name is, uh, who was on Dexter. Uh, I believe it's about a normal dude who has to become a spy. Uh, and I remember feeling absolutely nothing while my mom watched a few episodes of it in 2007 or something. Uh, that's it. That's my Chuck knowledge. It's not to be confused with the Dane Cook, Jessica Alba vehicle. Good time. (laughs) That's time. So we will see how correct Travis is. Spoiler. He was pretty on the nose except for some minor details. Uh, next week when we talk about Chuck, potentially, as I said, with 
special guest. Yeah, with special guest bass player in the band Arthur, Luke Dahlgren, expert on all things Hey-o. Chuck. Be sure to rate, review, tell a friend, follow us on Twitter at As You Know Pod. Follow me at Psyop Abelman, Travis at Tarvis Marmalade, Matt at Semp Dempster. Belgadelphus. Is Semp Dempster the display name? No, no Balf Delfman is the display name. Jesus Christ. It's so hard to, it's, keep, it's it so hard to keep this shit straight. Follow Stephen. Also not a thing that's easy to keep straight. Turkey BF? <laughs> that's correct. But if you want to find Stephen on Steam, it's <laughs> U underscore R underscore not underscore law underscore beef. No, underscore. no, Labeef is one. Labeef is one. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You are not But Labeef. that's where you can find all of us on the internet. <laughs> Stephen, can you bring us home? Uh, I'm going to kiss you. I'm going to kiss you with tongue. I'm going to kiss you... So you feel it, okay?